0: The views expressed on the following program of those of its hosts and participants in no way reflect those of the staff or management of WNRI. The pandemic, civil unrest, protest, and the road to the White House. You are listening to The John DiPietro Show. It's John DiPietro on this uh, sunny but cold Wednesday, my goodness. When did winter arrive? Good afternoon, folks. 1206. Uh, This is the John DePietro program. You can hear us weekdays. Well, we started last hour, and I think Dan McGowan, wasn't he? Terrific, folks. AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Now, during the noon hour, we also do a Facebook live stream. Find my page, John DePietro Show, and you can uh, tune in. Good afternoon to everybody. As we call it FB Live. Thumbs up. Please share that you're watching. If you want to get in touch with me, send a message. Also, you can be a supporter. Is that possible? Yes. You can be a supporter of the Facebook page. All the details are right there at uh, Shonda Petro Show on Facebook. And then, as always, folks, uh, we encourage you to go to the website, to Petro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com, the official website of you-know-who. And um, we have all different articles, exclusive articles. Uh, We also have a music video about the protesters. Folks, it's different. It's a happening. If I know what everyone is talking about, and they are, it's all right there at the website, com. This portion of the program of the John DePetro Show, folks, is brought to you by J. Perry Paving. Now, this is perfect weather right now. It's going to actually be dry. I know it's chilly out, and it is chilly, as Clay Pell used to say. It's chilly. It's, uh, how about that, 34 degrees? Feels like 25 uh, but it will be mild and mild over the weekend. And then next week, a little bit of rain, uh, but mild for what normally is a very enjoyable time. Thanksgiving, it's definitely a different time, but it, it's not your imagination. It's sunny, but cold today. But this is great weather. Have some work done on your home, such as J. Perry Paving. They provide high quality, fair pricing, exceptional service, residential, commercial, seal coating and patios. J. Perry Paving. And remember, MAGA, making asphalt Great again. Call them today for a free estimate. J. Perry Paving, 732-1730. 401-732-1730. J. Perry Paving. Benefits of asphalt paving? Well, whether it's a brand new paving project or just a cracked driveway that needs to be refreshed, they have your back. Look for them on Facebook. Again, it's letter J, J. Perry Paving. And uh, the benefits of investing in an asphalt paving, well, affordable, smooth and safe to drive, aesthetically appealing. And asphalt can be recycled and reused. J, letter J, J. Perry Paving. Look for them today and uh, get a free quote. You know, invest in your home. You can't travel anywhere, God knows. If anything, it's going to get worse. It's J. Perry Paving. Now, I will give you the latest. Tomorrow, again, Ramundo. good afternoon to everybody on the Facebook Live uh, the tune in. If you want to get in touch with me, folks, remember, visit the website, petro.com You can be a supporter, by the way. We look for monthly supporters. You enjoy the coverage. You like it. You like getting real news. We don't uh, try to, sh- you know, shade the news to benefit the protesters or the progressives. <coughs> and the war with the pr- the protesters, by the way, folks, actually the progressives is what I mean. It's, it, you're going to really start to see it play, play itself out over the next... Um, Six to nine months. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen with the election. The Trump President Trump is still not conceded. They're still finding a lot of things wrong with the voting process that's still going on. But even if the Biden administration, even if Biden becomes President-elect Joe Biden, he's going to have his uh, he's going to have his hands full with the progressives. They don't want to work with him. I think um, if, for whatever reason, that uh, President Trump concedes and Biden, Joe Biden, Vice President Biden does become the next president of the United States, uh, look on the bright side. It's going to be it, it's going to be a train wreck, and they're not going to be able to blame President Trump. And they're going to have a civil war on their hands with the squad, with AOC and the progressives. And the fact, uh, you know, let, let's face it, they want to defund the police. They want to raise taxes. This whole business of the Green New Deal—I uh, I think they're going to lose big time in the midterms. They really got hurt. Something kind of an untold story. They got hurt in Congress. The Democrats did not have a big election as far as congressional members. Now it's different in Rhode Island because you have Congressman Cicilline and you have Congressman Langevin, and then in Massachusetts you have so many uh, Democrats in Congress. other parts of the country, though, folks, where there's, where, you know, a place like Georgia. Uh, the Democrats, they, they, they did not do well. And, and I believe in um, the midterm election of 2022, they would really get pummeled, right? As the more that AOC speaks out, I've told you she's good for the Republican Party is what she is. I want her to do more interviews. Let them hear from the squad that uh, Representative Talib is out today saying that it's police that are being aggressive on the protesters, not the other way around, which is ludicrous. Which is why we go and cover it and they don't like the coverage. But I want to, before we get into, and we have a guest coming up at 1230, Tanya Signori. She is a writer for the Rhode Island Echo, the great Italian newspaper, still out there, very successful, great crew over there. Uh, Bob Duva and uh, Steve Perry and uh, Mike Levesque, the whole crew over at the Rhode Island Echo. But uh, she has come down with COVID. So we're going to talk to her at 1230 here firsthand. You may have heard her. She's been, uh, she has been a reporter who has covered the Governor Bundle press briefings. We're going to talk with uh, Tanya Signori, exclusive, coming up at 1230. But right now, folks, there is a battle breaking out right now in Rhode Island. And those of you on Facebook, if you go to my Facebook page, you can see the rap battle that is breaking out. Now, I'm not going to here's the thing. Uh, I already got a call from the media saying, are you comparing this? Juan, are you comparing this to the East Coast-West Coast feud that had um, death row – Against you know, when you had Snoop Dogg and you had Dr. Dre and the West Coast feud that flamed up that featured Tupac Shakur when he was shot and killed. And then you had uh, Biggie and Puff Daddy. I, I'm not saying it's an East Coast, West Coast thing. I didn't go that far. I said, I, and I was very clear to the reporter, the, the media asking me this, saying, are you saying this is like an East Coast, West Coast thing? I said, I didn't say that. I'm just saying there's definitely a rep feud that's going on right now in the state. And we posted both videos on the Facebook page. One is, uh, and I didn't know about this, these performers called Warack. They're based in Warwick. I think the Norwood section of Warwick, which is when you enter Warwick from the Cranston Warwick Avenue, then you're going up uh, all the way up Warwick Avenue, actually. And then you can take a right to Post Road. That that area is... um, I, I, is that the Nor? I think that's Norwood, because uh, there's a Lakewood. Excuse me, Lakewood. Lakewood Hay and Grain is over there. Uh, I know there's a CVS, a liquor store. There's a ball field over there. Well, anyway, so you have these rappers that they got caught up in the riot at the um, at the mall back in June. That's the first time I'd heard of them. And then since then, they've had these different videos. But well, now they have some competition because now you have some rappers out of Providence that are challenging them. Saying that Warwick, how can you call yourself Warack when there's no war in Warwick? So I want to play a little bit of this. Is um, Big O. Big O. Warzone. Warack disc. No 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 this facts? is this facts. Is this
1: facts? is this facts.
0: Warack.
1: Tell me where the war's at. Warwick ain't about that.
0: Proud the war's at. Hold on, I want to repeat. What are they saying? Warack, tell me where the war's at. Warwick ain't about that. Providence is where the war's at. I think those are the lyrics. Let me play it again. All right, hold on. Here we go again. This is a big O, folks. This is a debut. I don't know how this got by me. Apparently, it's been out a little bit. They are very talented. Uh, The video, I did share the video on the Facebook page. This is big O. The name of the song song is Warzone, and it's a Warack diss So you have a little bit of the East Coast West Coast feud going on, Uh, but instead it's Warwick and Providence. Nothing
1: personal.
0: Fact. Warwick, tell me where the war's at. Warwick ain't about that. Providence, where the war's at. Warwick, tell me where the war's at. Warwick ain't about that. Providence, where the war's at. And then they have a song on that. So there you go, folks. That is also happening. Uh, We're going to follow this out uh, and see if we get an interview with Big O. Big O, they are not standing down. Let's be very clear about this, folks. They're not standing down to Warack. They're not. They're establishing that they are a force to be reckoned with. Um, Warack really, though, has blown up. And they were exploding. I've been in touch with Warack. And apparently they're going on tour. I didn't realize that. They have a, a, a show planned in Detroit. I believe they have a show in New Hampshire. They wanted to be paid for the interview, which I was trying to explain. No one does that. They, I, I wanted to do a Facebook Live with Warack. And they said they wanted five. The first they said, uh, we need 5,000. So I thought they meant you have to have 5,000 followers. And I said, well, I I have way more than 5,000 followers. We have 35,000 followers on Facebook and Twitter. And then they they said, no, no, we want $5,000. I didn't know. Someone says there was no dollar sign. They just said, we want 5,000. I thought they meant, oh, you got to have 5,000 followers. So, um, that's right. Big rap beef going on. Now, again, I'm not saying it's East Coast, West Coast. I'm not saying this is a two-pack, biggie type of situation. No one is claiming that. And I was very clear with the media on that. Someone, a member of the media was saying, you know, Juan, this is the last thing we need. We have all the protesters. We have to defund the police. We're on lockdown. Now we have a rap beef going with Big O and Warak. So, but I did reach out to them. Now, apparently, and I want to check this out. They claim... This warack, I can't play I'll have to find some lyrics that I can play, but they use language that I can't play um in a family friendly atmosphere or on the radio, obviously. But I could do it on uh, Facebook. But anyhow, so they wanted five thousand. Now I was trying to explain, no one pays for an interview. Um <clears throat> you know, just like there's a great line in the there's a great line in the film Entourage, Oh, excuse me, not film, but the, the television show Entourage, where they say, No one pays you to make the movie. They they pay you to promote the movie and it's actually the same thing with music they don't pay you actually to make the music they pay you to promote the music so when you see matt damon on with i won't say jimmy kimmel but just some show like that promoting his movie he's being that that's why you have someone like that so i was trying to explain that but we're at an impasse where they 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 want five thousand to do an interview now i've never paid for an interview i don't know anyone who does pay for an interview but if they can find someone to do it, then then so be it. Now, apparently, they're blowing up. They say they're blowing up in the U.K. Now, keep in mind, there is a Warwick, England. So I wonder if the people in Warwick, England, think that they are from Warwick, England, when they're actually from Warwick, Rhode Island. But one more time, uh, this is Big O, the Warwick diss, And you're hearing it for the first time right here on the John DePietro Show. And it starts off at the CBS in um in locally, nothing personal. They're very clear about that.
1: It's fast.
0: You know, that's actually pretty good. And then it goes on from there, and they show some of the bikers and so forth. But that, that's pretty good. War, war, East Coast, West Coast, that's right. A big Beef, Warak um, Beefing with Big O. So we're going to try to see if we can do a Facebook Live with Big O. All right, folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show, I know some people feel. Juan, what is all this nonsense? We're in the middle of a recount. Well, listen, I have to cover all the stories. All right, that's why this is the People Show. We cover all the news. And if you have a rap beef that breaks out, we're going to have to cover it, folks. Um, but this portion of the program... Is, uh, let me get back on track. It's right, Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Now remember, I want to remind you. You got to order your pie. You have till this Monday to order your Thanksgiving pies from Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Look for them on Facebook. They have the trump apple pie, blueberry pie, chocolate cream, banana cream, pumpkin custard, coconut custard. Call them at 401-228-7099. They're the best pies you'd ever have. Everything fresh. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Order your Thanksgiving pies. Especially you want to order the Trump Apple Pie, look for them on Facebook, Four zero one two two eight seventy ninety nine. You have to place the order by this Monday. And next Wednesday night, a week from tonight, they will be open until 6 o'clock. Ron's Pastry gourmet So look for them on Facebook. Folks, again, another uh, mention. Remember the web the, uh, website, depetro.com. Depetro.com, brought to you by Allstate Lock. Residential, commercial, car keys, security cameras, Jared Guslin, Danny Guslin, allstatelock.com or call them 349 0042. You know, we don't know where everything is headed right now. There's a lot of unrest. I think there's going to be more unrest. Somehow, there are some people that think, mistakenly, that when Biden takes over, uh, if he does, if he is the president elected, suddenly all the problems are going to disappear. I would argue the problems are just beginning. If Biden is in fact the president he is not up to the task i thought donna perry raised some very valid issues yesterday today about that the number of lobbyists that going to invade and you have the progressives right now you know that are set to they want their place at the table they're demanding a seat at the table with biden now the trump campaign i i can tell that some people are somewhat losing patient patience with the trump campaign um There is a camp, someone sent me an article where in Philadelphia, a mob boss is claiming they rigged the vote for Biden. We're going to follow up on that. Um, There is still talk, the Trump people are still trying to, um, you know, find out exactly what the situation with the vote is. It's very, very difficult right now and to trying to get some answers. Now, I know locally, they still don't have an answer locally. On What's going on now next Monday as I've told many of you and again folks good afternoon at 1221. It's John DePedro. coming up at 1230 Tanya Signori. She's a local reporter for the Rhode Island Echo the Italian newspaper. And I think I've been in that in the past simply because of my last name and I'm an Italian American. Um, but she has COVID. And we're going to talk to her for here firsthand. I think it's always good to hear perspective someone that has it. There's a lot of questions right now locally about the fact that Rhode Island is going to be one of the test states for the new vaccine. And I know I'm already getting messages from some of you. Um, The COVID, 95% effective, and they're seeking clearance soon. More restrictions seemingly are coming. Governor Mundo did an interview with uh, Channel 12. I'm going to play some of that sound as well. Uh, she's not closing the schools, the p Pack, no Broadway shows until late fall of next year. Who knows how that's going to happen? They were originally trying to do something in the spring. That looks like that's now going to be pushed back to next fall. So Governor Mundo was on with uh, Channel 12. She's now doing, I believe, a weekly segment with uh, Kim Kalunian. Let me, um, what is that, U.S. Dems? Oh, okay. I think this is, is this new? About, uh, I want to check the time on that. Uh, Let's see. Yes, David Cicilline, Congressman Cicilline, has lost his bid to become the U.S. House Speaker. Uh, Closed doors meeting. This is Channel 12. Ted Nisi is reporting. The vote, oh, he got, well, 135 to 92. So he lost. He was trying to get that. Now, we talked about it last hour with Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe. But let me play, um, let me play, let me play. I want to play uh, Governor Mundo on Channel 12, hinting that more restrictions are coming. Now, I know some. First of all, some of some people. I want to be very clear. And again, folks, right now it's 12:23. Good afternoon. It's Juan. It's John DePietro. I'm getting messages from people uh, telling me now if you want to ask a question of Governor Mundo, please go to the website depietro.com. You hit contact John, and then or just contact, and then you can send me a question that way. People are sending me. You tell Governor Armando, I'm not taking the vaccine. I'm not going to tell her that. Yeah, that—that's not you tell. I then then don't take the vaccine. I don't know what to tell you. I'm taking the vaccine as soon as it's available. The government's not going to put something inside. I mean, then fine. You know, I, I don't know what they. No one's being forced. No one's being forced. Let's be very you know clear about that. Um, no one is forcing you. No one is so far as taking away your rights. We are hearing that with the Biden administration, they could, or certainly with the progressives in Rhode Island, they certainly want stricter gun laws. That's why I encourage you to shop at competition shooting supplies. Firearms, ammunition, 727 17, 16, 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. Exit 2A. It's not an accident. Exit 2A off of 95. Competition shooting supplies. Our leader, John Francis, give him a call, 401-727-1716. Firearms, ammunition, accessories. He is the most knowledgeable. He's the defender of the faith. And if you have some firearms that you wouldn't mind parting with. It is certainly a buyer's market right now. So contact John Francis at Competition Shooting Supplies, 727-1716, located 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. He is a firearms, ammunition, accessory. Maybe you need to take the test, the blue card test. It's Competition Shooting Supplies. Folks, I'm telling you, he's my gun guy. There's no one more knowledgeable. But uh, stop it and CM competition shooting supplies. And John is also plugged in as to what's happening in Rhode Island as far as the gun laws. Now, I want to play. This is the piece from Channel 12 regarding the interview with uh, Governor Raimondo.
2: News today, Governor Gina Raimondo said
0: more restrictions appear in as we approach the holiday season. Good evening. I'm Mike Bonskalvo. And I'm
1: Shannon Hage. Despite appearing poised to implement a stay-at-home order, the governor is standing firm on schools, saying full remote learning is Good. not on the table. That's right. Our Kim Kalunian joins us now with the interview. You'll See only on 12 News. Yep. While the Rhode Island Department
2: of Health tells 12 News it is almost impossible to pinpoint exactly where people are contracting COVID-19 right now, the governor remains confident that the spread is not happening inside of schools, signaling any major restrictions she announces in the near future will not
1: move kids out of their classrooms. At this point, I don't see how we can get to the end of the year without some additional restrictions.
2: In her weekly interview with 12 News, Governor Gina Raimondo would not yet say <coughs> whether she'll be announcing a Thanksgiving stay-at-home order at her press briefing on Thursday. How about that? Could anything change that decision before you announce it on Thursday? It sounds like that's where we're headed. You know,
1: like I said, we have to make some additional changes. You know, like you see the mayor of Providence put the social gathering limit down to five. I certainly support that. The thing that's weighing on me is um, closing businesses, and I am gonna do everything I can to avoid that or put it off as long as possible, but I may not have that option given the trend that we're on with hospitalizations.
2: The latest data shows hospitalizations have now climbed to 265, the highest they've been since mid-May, as the state now readies field hospitals in both Cranston and Providence.
1: We could open them next week, we could open them the following week, um, it's it's definitely in the next couple of weeks, to be sure, and uh, we're going to need both of them. Despite the second wave of cases
2: and calls from teachers' unions to pause in-person learning, the governor said she is not considering ordering all Rhode Island schools to move to distance learning.
1: There are studies which show there's no correlation between when schools are open in-person and the rate of spread so at this point i just the data is not there and i know the kids deserve and need to be in school
2: and on the vaccine front, the governor says she reached out to executives at Pfizer to see if the state could be part of its pilot program. Great. And while she says it does not mean that the state will receive the vaccine any sooner, she does believe it will give Rhode Island a leg up in planning. You can watch our full conversation right now on WPRI.com. I'm Tim Colunian, 12 News.
0: Very, a uh, lot of information with that, folks. A lot of information with that. Again, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on this, uh, Wednesday. There is the Governor Mundo press briefing is tomorrow. We're going to be there. If you have a question for her, please go to the website, dePietro.com, uh, O.com. Remember, dePietro.com is sponsored by surplus provisions stop it and see i am so happy i've told so many people about surplus provisions pontiac avenue in cranston where you have ammo you have body armor you have pepper spray food storage look for them on facebook it's surplus provisions stop it and see tanya and frank they are so knowledgeable folks and with all this unrest we don't know where it's going to go uh but you want to be prepared and they have everything they have bug out bags backpacks Tanya is just so, uh, they're so knowledgeable. And this is such a unique store. People drive from all over New England to shop at Surplus Provisions, Pontiac Avenue, Cranston. Before I go and cover a protest with the violent anarchist protesters, first, I stop at Surplus Provisions, Pontiac Avenue in Cranston. All right. And I also want to remind you, I received an email a short time ago from Nancy That says, uh, dear Juan, I love the program. Listen each day. uh, And I'm also a supporter. By the way, folks, hold on. Before I go into that, I have been remiss in not thanking so many uh, generous individuals that we have that have been supporters of the program. Such as, and this is, um, I don't say this that often, but my bad, so to speak. I want to thank, I want to thank Al. Very, very generous who went to the website, dipetro.com, showed his support for the program. I want to thank uh, John, and I want to thank, um, let's see, Tom as well, and also Linda and Larry, and so many different people, folks. They go, if you go to the top of dipetro.com, I want to thank Sherry, also another one, Lynn, very, very generous, folks. These would be Joe, very, very generous. Thank you very much to those. I, I, I need to do that more. Uh, with some people and Ellen, who is also very generous. Folks, people are just terrific. They like real news. They, they like hearing things without the filter. Uh, you, I think a lot of people like that. I, you know, treat you as an adult. You're entitled to find out what's really happening. And, uh, and that's what we try to do with the pro- program. So you can do that. But I did receive an email. Uh, asking me about, apparently their appliance is not working. And so they said, Juan, can you tell me again about your appliance guy? It's Ryan's Appliance Repair. If your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair. 401-710-7096. 401-710-7096. Ryan's Appliance Repair. Repairs on all makes and models of appliances, whether it is a washer dryer, or a refrigerator or a stove or an oven, I went to make microwave popcorn and uh, the microwave wouldn't turn on. Uh, someone said, well, did you try to fix it? No, I didn't try to fix it. Why would I waste my time trying to fix it? I can't fix things like that. Uh, you know, I'm the chosen one for different reasons, not because I can fix appliances, I'll tell you that much. If, if I was the one responsible for fixing appliances, no one would have an appliance that's working. I admit that freely. But Ryan's Appliance Repair. If your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. 401-710-7096. If someone would be so kind to type that into uh, the Facebook message. 401-710-7096. All work is guaranteed for 90 days. Parts and labor. Senior, c- senior citizens discounts are available. And Saturday appointments are available. Ryan's Appliance Repair. All right. Let me get. Let me. Uh, I'm going to get Tanya Signori on the phone with us. Now she um, she has COVID, so um, and I already got an email. Someone asking, should I be careful that I might get it from her? I don't think it spreads on the phone. There she is, folks joining us right now from the uh, Rhode Island Echo. Hi. is Tanya Signori. Good afternoon, Tanya.
3: Hi, thank you for having me. How you doing? I
0: I am okay, but how are you? I mean, first of all, how how's the are you on the ventilator? No, no, I am recovering at home. Luckily, okay. I had
3: mild symptoms.
0: Okay. Now tell us. Now, uh, do you when did tell, you know, take us through your journey a little bit. You have COVID. When did you come down with it and when did you take us through the testing process, the whole thing?
3: Right. Well, basically like everyone, I didn't know I was exposed. So I had found out I was exposed, and I ran and got a test, and even that day, found something that day, and that's only because I had to travel to the Gloucester-Boroughville line in order to even get that day. I would have had to wait.
0: Now, hold on just a moment. Before we go into further, now, you say you were exposed. How did you find out that you were exposed?
3: Well, I was exposed twice, but I found out after the fact because those people, you know, they also didn't know either that they had been
0: exposed. All right, but how, so, so you know, how? I have my Did they call you and yeah. say, hey, just so you know, I think I have COVID and you were with me or, you know, like right. t- take people. No, I, take people through the process. I want to hear exactly how you found out.
3: Yeah, yeah. Well, basically, so one person was a close contact of mine and I had a small group that I was close with from earlier this year till now. So that person didn't know, uh, then did find out, and I said, oh, boy, I said I better
0: go get tested. So All right, now hold on. We're occurring. still skipping a little bit. So had you been around this person? How had you been around them?
3: Oh, just that you know, small gatherings, kind of like the governor's been saying. Uh, I kind of right. laughed at the governor. You know, when she said we had to wear a mask around people we didn't live with, and uh, apparently she was right.
0: So. All right. Have you been able to pinpoint when you think you were exposed to it?
3: Technically, yes. All right. But I can't
0: prove it. All right. I. But what's your working theory? When did you get it, and how? Where were you? I think it was, I was exposed twice. So the first story I shared was with someone who was close to me. All right, but here's the here's thing. I, I don't think it mattered. Like, I, again, I, you have it, I don't. But I don't know if it would matter twice. I think the first time you're exposed, you get it. But just what What was it? Did you go over to someone's house? Did you people over to your house? How, like, in your mind, you can't prove it. But what is your working theory on how you, Tanya Signori, became exposed and then then contracted the virus?
3: Right. Well, to be honest, I'm trying to prevent, you know, I'm trying to protect some privacy here because a lot of people. I, you, don't don't you don't have to experience. give out names. You don't have to give out names.
0: I know. All right. All right. I maybe know. I'm going to lead by example. OK, uh, let's hold on. Let's I'll just say, say you <laughs> were interviewing me. I would say, you know, Tanya, uh, I can't <laughs> prove it. But my working theory is I had some yeah. people over to watch the Patriots game. Uh, they're people that I know. They came in. We they took off their masks. There were three of them. And then two days later, one of the people that were over called and said, Hey, I have it. And therefore, I think it went down to the day that I had the people over for the Patriots game. That, that's what I'm talking about. I didn't give out names. Yeah. I'm not invading anyone's yeah, privacy. No, I'm just trying to, was this 10 people? Were you around 20 people? Was this no, just one other person? It was,
3: it, was, it was very tiny. It was a group of three of us at a house okay. for a dinner.
0: For a dinner. Yeah. Okay, and then everyone has yeah. the mask off. Okay, so then you <laughs> go, and how did you get an appointment to get tested?
3: Well, I immediately got a little panicky, and I said I want to be seen today as possible. I, even though I had no, this is back when it happened, and I had no, you know, appointment. I had no symptoms, and I just looked online, made some calls, ended up driving quite a ways away to uh, the the Barville gloucester line which is very far from where i live now how did you
0: settle on the barbell gloucester line
3: it was the soonest person that could sort of place that could take me i I just want i didn't want another day to even go by and and when you when
0: you say you went online where did you go online
3: a few different places department of health uh, tvs.com that portal site which was actually giving me some issues
0: okay now how come you went on a couple of different sites why didn't you the first one when you went on the Department of Health, were you able to get an appointment by going on that website?
3: Well no, but you weren't. I, truth, okay. I don't I was doing everything so quickly that I, I don't even clearly remember. I just wanted to be seen ASAP. Okay. I just, and I and, and, and I you went whatever the first available. Right. But when you went
0: on the C V S website was there was nothing available on the C V S website?
3: Well, at least the locations that were near me. And okay. that's why I had to go
0: to, to the CVS on Putnam Pike. Oh, so so you ended up at a CVS. So when you went on the portal in the Department of Health, you were unable to find a place where you could they could see you right away. You found one on the CVS website. Yes. Okay, yes. so if someone else has it, would you recommend they go on the CVS website? Um, technically,
3: yes. But I have to say, I waited quite a while for those results, you so how, I ended up what, what is, a second test. What,
0: all right. Um, how long did you wait for it?
3: Well, it says two to three days when you sign up. And then when you start getting other notifications from them and updates in smaller print, it says due to high volume times, it could take as long as six to ten days.
0: So, so how long, long did yours take? How long did yours take? Six. Six days. Six days. Okay. And by that time, do you start to have symptoms? Yes. Okay, the person that called you, hold on, the person that called you, were they starting to have symptoms? Yes. They were, all right. Now, what type of symptoms did you start to notice? For me, I just
3: for you slightly scratchy, for me, slightly scratchy throat. I was on the phone with a friend, and even he said, he said, oh, that doesn't sound good. I said, I know, I said, I just took a test yesterday at CVS with no symptoms. And one day later, I'm right. starting to get symptoms. Now, did you
0: have a sore throat or just your your voice sounded different?
3: It was more of a scratchy throat and like slight stuffiness.
0: Okay. Any other symptoms?
3: Well, then that expanded over the course of a few days. And then I, I started to not be able to taste and smell. And I said, oh, my goodness, I must definitely be positive because I
0: wasn't even really stuffy, but I still could not taste and smell. Okay. Did you feel tired?
3: That, too. And not the whole day, but at certain points in the day, I, I would pick up on that. Or in the because I would feel tired. And I said, this is not like me.
0: Did you have a you fever?
3: So it, you know, no, but I, do, I did continuously check for that.
0: Okay. So no fever, sore throat scratchy stuffiness and you lost taste and smell yes okay so and then when did you find out that you were positive with covid
3: well i didn't want to continue to wait for the test results so i went ahead and scheduled a rapid test okay And i had
0: that now how did you schedule a rapid test i made some calls
3: to see who was even offering them because not everybody is who did you call um, with that whole, the CVS thing, I call at med, I call different, you know, KLL different now, locations.
0: I don't understand. Now, why are you calling several people? What's happening? Like, how come you're not getting an answer on your first call?
3: Well, either you can't get through, the line's busy, or they'll say, okay, we're filled for today, you know, okay. try back tomorrow, you can so, wait in line.
0: So where did you find out that you could go for your second test?
3: Well, I had learned that. Well, I also didn't want to wait for results. I said, "I'm going to get a rapid one, all right, no matter even if it's not, you know, that accurate, supposedly." So I learned that the CVS on Park and Reservoir provides rapid, rapid okay. tests. Okay.
0: So you and went there, and the then one what one happened?
3: One, well, well, then the one in one socket that one was full. So the one in one socket I ended up going to, who also provides rapid tests, okay. went there, and I. You know, you end up giving the test to yourself. I'm not sure if you've gotten reports on that. I have that. not, but go ahead. Yeah, that I wasn't too keen on. I mean, I'm a pretty detailed person, so the ladies explaining to me how exactly to do it to make sure I'm doing it the right way. But all I have to think in, in my own head is, how about people who are not doing this the right way, and they don't put the swab in far enough, and they don't circle it around enough, and, you know, right. so that could be and, another...
0: And when did you after. find out your results, Tanya? Were you speaking with... Tom- Tanya Signoria of the uh, Rhode Island Echo. When did you find out your results that you were positive?
3: <clears throat> Literally, they said it would be a half hour or less, and I'm driving home from CVS, and it was a ten minute. It was only 10 minutes later. as I was driving home. I get the call saying I was positive.
0: Okay. So, um, and then what happened after that?
3: And then I immediately started calling people. But I had already called some of my contacts to say, hey, I know we were together the other day or... You know, I gave people a heads up. I was exposed. I didn't know it. I didn't even have symptoms right away, and so yeah, I, I, I made the calls. And uh, unfortunately, it spiraled from there. I have a, a friend who missed out on a wedding because of it. It was a small wedding, but but still, uh, another friend who missed out on a small birthday gathering, and who also had to take time out of work. All right, another let's
0: just. I who- just want to focus on you for the moment. Do you still have it? Okay. Are you still? Do you still? Are you still yeah. have COVID?
3: Unfortunately, yes, you because do. my taste and smell, my taste and smell,
0: only partially came back. Okay, and and so you're not clear to go out or anything. You have to remain quarantined. Yes. Okay. How long has this been, Tanya? Been, I lost track of the days. Over ten
3: days.
0: Well, I don't think you're supposed to lose track of the days because you're supposed to count the number <laughs> of days because then you're quarantined. I thought you said a moment ago you were very detailed. Um, can uh, you take? Can you take constructive criticism? You don't sound very detailed. You sound very like so. Then I had to make some calls. I had to go to that test. I Like we, I like to go through exactly as people listing. So what, what's the no? I'm just kidding. But what is? You know what? Hold on. I just want to address something. Uh, I normally don't, yeah. Tanya. Hold on a moment. I'm seeing on comments on Facebook these people telling people to pull kids out of school. And I know we're on the radio and Facebook people listen in different ways. Whoever's saying that, yeah. folks, I'm telling. No, Tanya, just be quiet for a moment. Folks, do not listen to that person. Children belong in school. Governor Amundo is right to keep the children in school. Children belong in school. It is not a super spreader in school. I've really had it with some of these fear-mongering type people that are trying to scare people. There's no child K through 12 in the hospital. Keep your children in school. Governor Armando is standing up to the teachers' unions. So I know everybody has an opportunity. Listen, there's no difference between – hold on, Tanya. Folks, there's no difference between children that are in school – Contracting the virus and children that are learning from home. There's none. They're better off in school. So whoever's spreading this fear, pull your kids out of school, pull your kids out, wrong. Keep the children in school. I don't like to ban anybody. I can see it. Nicole Albany's trying to scare everyone. It's wrong. It's that some of you people are running around like chicken little. Keep the children in school. All right. Now, Tanya, what has been the worst of you having COVID?
3: things go ahead number one i mean losing my face and smell but i also feel fortunate that that it's not any worse
0: yeah that's not but that just, bad no offense the,
3: the, yeah exactly but it's more the guilt <coughs> you know just feel guilty that i had no symptoms though at the time but i did unfortunately encounter other people
0: oh Bob, you passed it along i didn't think of that you're a spreader
3: Right, right, yeah. it's very scary, you know, it, it's a, you feel guilty, and you say, oh my goodness, now my friend has to take time out of work, my friend has to go get tested, and then retested, uh, like I said, I have another friend who missed uh, a small family wedding, all because we had to have this small meet-up, you know, and we've
1: been doing that since day one, keeping the group tiny, but it's, it's very, scary. Yeah. very scary. Yeah, now
0: you didn't have to have the group meet-up, I mean, it wasn't necessary, right, in hindsight, it wasn't worth it. That's right, That's okay, right. now yeah. I you know what I, I you have it, and everything you've gone through, and I really admire you for coming on and saying part of it is the guilt of maybe you gave it to someone else. Um, what is yes. your thought? Now there are some people, and I think they're outrageous. They like I think it's pathetic at this point. Then Channel Twelve, I'll play the sound. This guy, they Channel Twelve had a guy on. He said, "You know, I can't believe it. It's not a hoax. Well, like, what are we talking about? There's almost three hundred thousand people dead. It's worldwide. Why do some of these people still think it's a hoax? Like, is what what planet are these people living on? But Tanya, what, I mean, what is your advice to people that say, um, we I'm still having Thanksgiving next week.'"
3: Well, I mean, I, I have my opinion on it. I'm asking your other, opinion.
0: Well, hold on. What other opinion would I, mean, I be asking you to give? Of course you well, would. Like, I'm when people say it. in my opinion, I didn't say, Tanya, right. in someone else's opinion. Of course it's in your opinion. In your opinion. Should right. people still well. have people over for Thanksgiving?
3: well i wanted to start my answer john i wanted to start it by saying <laughs> i know there's people who there's people who agree with me what i'm about to say and there's, there's people who are gonna disagree go ahead gonna disagree your opinion life, life is yeah i think after having gone through it <laughs> and gone through the repercussions of affecting other people that are close to me because now they had to go through quarantine etc
0: right because I, of you i
3: don't think it's, I don't think it's that's right, that's right, and I don't think it's worth it to celebrate a holiday, I think it's worth it to be, it's better to be unhappy than to be unhealthy, so let's just be unhappy, Be this holiday season, and maybe have a makeup holiday, or a makeup gathering, maybe in the spring, and it's better to be unhappy than to see people all in quarantine, and who gave it to who on Thanksgiving Day, or on Christmas Day, that's my own, you know, my own outlook, I think it's. I don't think it's worth it for one day to get together to have to suffer for
0: 14 days or more. You know, I agree with you, Tanya. And you know what I think is missing from this, and it's. It, it, I don't know if you've ever heard, and I haven't really talked about this, but if you know anyone that lived through World War II, I think more of those people. I know they're older now, but they should speak out. During World War II, there was tremendous sacrifice. Uh, there were people right. that they're just not willing to sacrifice. And I know we're saying maybe do a holiday makeup. What about people that right. spent, you know, they were they were overseas during the holidays. There were soldiers, men and women right. that spent Christmas, Thanksgiving overseas. Yeah. Americans, there were food rations. Uh You and they used to paint their um, your headlights on your car. They used to paint the top of it to keep it dark. So then, you know, they thought planes overhead couldn't see, you know, the ground below for someone driving along. Right now, what we need is a war mentality of sacrifice. That's what we need. this right. I'm not saying it's popular, but you're exactly right. right. And I like the fact, how was it, um, and I, I'm i glad you contacted me to come on. It's Tanya Signori. By the way, are you going to write about, are you writing about this for the Echo?
3: Yes, I'm going to for okay. the December issue.
0: I like the element of your telling people of how you had to contact people and say, hey, I'm really sorry, but I may have exposed you to COVID.
3: Mm-hmm. Right. Talk about that. Right. Um, it was a, a dreaded phone call. <laughs> you know, nobody wants to get that kind of a phone call, even though I'm calling them with no symptoms at that point. Uh, just I, And I called everyone, even people I saw for a quick drop-off or pick-up. It wasn't, it, it just it feels very, like I said, very guilty. You have regret and say, okay, maybe the governor was right. I should have had my mask on at all times, even around people I don't live with, even though those people are my small group of five people, I should have wore that mask, and it's, yeah, it's a lot, not a, not a good thought, not a good, uh, not a good call to get, because now they panic, and now they reach out to their children, or to their siblings, or, you know, it's, it's, it's a ripple effect.
0: Hmm. You know, that is interesting, Uh, the phone call, for instance, as soon as someone called you, a friend, I would imagine it's a friend of yours, it sounds like, I mean, the way you describe it, and I'm not trying to be over dramatic, but it sounds like, Tanya, you almost kind of went into shock. You couldn't believe what you were hearing. Right, right.
3: Yeah. Right. It's, it's its not a good phone call because, no. you know, it's a negative phone call. And, and you then there's always that what if, always that wonder. Do I have it? Do I not have it? And you're just thinking you might have had a symptom even though, you know, it might not even have really been one because now you're just getting paranoid. and. Yep. There's a lot. There's a lot of emotion. There's a lot of anxiety that's, that's come along with this. Even people who I know who never had anxiety ever. Wow. And once COVID, once COVID hit, they started to learn what it felt like to be anxious. And now, uh, I've been doing some free, you know, some free individual counseling I've been doing. D- and I'm going to continue that through the COVID if anybody's interested.
0: Really? Counseling?
3: Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Over the phone.
0: Over, over the, the phone. phone. Now, I, did any of your friends that get it, did anyone end up in the hospital?
3: No, not on wood. Okay.
0: Now, without getting too personal, just what's the basic and, and not exactly, but age range that we that we're talking about of people in your group? Um like what's just again, ballpark, oldest to youngest? Oh,
3: goodness. Approximately. Uh, my age, which I'm, I'm 39, so I would right. say around my age, close to 40. Age, so like my age. My age, just
0: sixty to early sixties. Early sixties. So the people, even that maybe got it in their early sixties, thank God. But no one ended up in the hospital.
3: Right. Okay. So not, yeah, not well, that's no positive.
0: Yeah, well, it also sounds yeah. though. I mean, if we understand the virus correctly, and again, folks, was speaking with Tanya Signori of Rhode Island Echo, who, who has uh, COVID, still has COVID, and kind of taking us through it a little bit. Um. It, it, it sounds, if, if you're going to go end up in the hospital, it sounds like it's going to be in the beginning. I mean, do you feel better than you did a week ago? Yes, yes. Okay. Now, yes. I'm seeing yes. someone saying you can't get tests. I tried for two weeks. What do, you, what do you want to tell people that are saying they can't find anywhere to get tested? Well,
3: unfortunately, what I learned what's happening is... The tests are filling up, but yes. there are people who sometimes are not showing up, yes. and there is no cancellation cancellation list, so yep. to say. So there's a lot of empty slots that are, unfortunately, okay. empty that really were now, filled. So, so give advice.
0: What advice do you give someone trying to find a that wants to get tested?
3: Uh, do what I did, uh, be aggressive about it and just make calls, go online to different sites, show up in person. Now, what What up, online, online sites early. What
0: online sites should they go on and where should they show up in person? Like, go on online sites like we are. Like, Channel 12 website, right. Drudge Report. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Go online. Like, right. we're online. I, I would say,
3: I will, I'm going to be honest, I did it in a hurry myself because I just wanted to be seen. So, of the Little Ivy member, since I was panicking, I would say go on to the, the whole portal, the Rhode Island Department
0: of Health. All right, the, so slow the down. The Rhode CBS. Island Department of Health, go on that website, mm-hmm. CVS, those are the two that you recommend. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And, and I know it is difficult right now because a lot of people are trying to get tested. The testing, trying to get tested, I, I identify it is, it is tough. You're also saying, Tanya, though, some people should, should just try to show up somewhere because some people don't show up for a test. Now, I'm with you. I think that's a good idea. So you're saying even yeah. though it may say there's no opening, go there, talk to them because someone maybe pulled a no-show and they could squeeze you in. Is that true?
3: I mean, I can't prove it's true, but I would say it doesn't hurt, especially okay. if we're in
0: quarantine and can't go anywhere else, you know? Okay, I see someone, I they're over quarantine time. They got one on Monday scheduled for Saturday. See, that is a problem trying to get it. I agree with you, and my advice to Donna, again, I'm fortunate I'm not trying to do that, but it sounds like hmm. someone should, it's not a quick thing, Tanya. Like, for instance, just plan right. on, let's just say tomorrow. You know, start in the morning and try to show up one place and then maybe go to another place. Like, in some ways, people may not like it, but you almost, like, have to spend the day trying to find a place to get tested. Is that fair?
3: Yes, definitely,
0: yeah. yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Listen, um, I'm glad, though, that no one has ended up in the hospital. Um, it sounds like everyone in your group, that's right, is feeling better. And I encourage you... I like that you're counseling people, but I, I would encourage you to uh, map it out a little bit more detailed for people. And maybe if you post that yeah. um, then I, you know, in more detail than then share that on social media, I think a lot of people would get that. Because right now, a lot of people, there's some people that don't have access to Internet, believe it or not. They don't. Uh, a lot of people are not good online. Uh, the, it's very tough right. trying to get through on a phone. You also have other people that don't have, not everyone has a car. Um, some people right. rely on public transportation. So it becomes very complicated. The the biggest thing, you know, tomorrow you can't go to the Governor Mundo press briefing. Right. All right. right. I was very clear yeah. when I found out you're positive. Um, don't take this the wrong way, but I demanded <laughs> that they not allow you in tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Are you, no, you're not sorry, offended by I, I, that, are you? No, no, no right. not at
3: all. I, um, I, I told myself I can't go anywhere. Good. All I, right. And really, and really I won't. I won't good. do it until I get that negative That's right. test result. That's right. Yeah, I even not, two of them. I will not right. do that. But one more thing before yeah. I
0: let you go. And again, folks, she's a good sport. You haven't lost your sense of humor, and I appreciate that. Tanya Signori, yeah. the Rhode Island Echo. What I like also is that you now say, it really wasn't worth it having the people over, everyone taking their mask off. I mean, right. because I think people need to think long and hard about next Thursday, about Thanksgiving. They yeah. really do. People need to think about yeah. that. It's only one day. Is it really worth it? I know, listen, it is lousy. I love, I think Thanksgiving's the best holiday. And the only day better right. than Thanksgiving is the day after Thanksgiving, because then you have all the leftovers <coughs> and there's football and turkey and sandwiches and stuffing. Thanksgiving I like because it's all just about the meal. There's no stress of right. gifts. There's nothing like that. I love Thanksgiving, but it's not, as you say, it's not yeah. worth it to get it and then have to right. call people and do, hey, you know, I just found out. I have some symptoms. You better go get tested. I mean, it's not worth it for that. It's definitely not. Right, Tommy? Right. So. Oh,
3: right. Exactly. And, and can I share a couple other
0: last thoughts? If you wait one moment and let me just do another commercial, then you can do that and share another thought. Okay, exactly. Folks, I want to
3: remind you, you
0: about you. Uh, it's my, hold on, Tanya. Uh, it's my health. Uh, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Remember, I want to encourage everyone, pick up a bottle of a Kyberry. Uh, pick up this incredible, incredible antioxidant. Uh, Tanya, you should pick up a bottle of a Kyberry. Maybe you can't leave the house. Have a friend get it. Incredible antioxidant. Replenishes your body. It takes It's delicious, even though you don't have any taste. But, folks, stop in 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. You can also pick up a kai berry at Dave's in East Greenwich. A kai berry, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Vitamins, herbal remedies, trusted companies, local products. Stop in and see Marie. It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Call her 305-3585 right across from Davenport Restaurant with me. And, by the way, I really like her way, her sense of humor she contacted me you'd hear her at the briefings where she would ask the governor and she would say governor tanya signori rhode island echo and then ask a question but tanya has come down with covid she's in quarantine right now um and tanya what was some of the final things that you wanted to mention to people (laughs) excuse me oh see um, she has you have the covid cough you have the covid cough
3: (laughs) You know what? It to it becomes a dry collapse too. Yes, that's, that's another piece Uh-oh. to all of it. Wait a minute. All right, because go it's ahead. Dry, you know. Well, but yes, yes, it is a cough. And I uh, thank you, John. You you definitely entertained me as well. You made me laugh. Good. I enjoy when people make me laugh. I Good. I really do. I really, that's really me. am thankful that you. I do, and I'm thankful that you had me on. And I just wanted to say some last steps for Rhode Islanders. Go ahead. Uh, I was working very hard on a fundraiser, and I think I wore myself out and got run down. Uh-huh. Going to bed late, waking up early. And I really wonder if that's why I caught this whole thing because I let my body run down. So my message is don't get yourself run down. I'm, I'm speaking to everybody, uh, in Rhode Island, Massachusetts, et cetera. Try not to get run down. Try to go ahead and get enough sleep, enough, to eat healthy, uh, take vitamins. You actually end up feeling better when you're doing all the right things. And like I said, I do do free individual counseling and if anybody wants to call me for that, the number is 401-487. Nine nine four nine. You could also find that number in the Rhode Island Echo uh, newspaper. I'm the only Tanya in there, page thirty this month in November. So that's my next step for people. And also, I spread the word so people could tune in that I'd be on today. And I put the word out to people I know and Ken Hopkins. Says hello to you,
0: John. Oh, very nice. Well, listen, Tanya, you take care. I'm going to have you on again. I like your way, uh, and I, I really uh, enjoy, enjoy and appreciate you uh, talking to me. We're going to talk to her again. But thank you, Tanya. Folks, it's time to feature another full hour to go. The power hour is next. Thank you, Tanya Signori of the Rhode Island Echo. Um, at next hour on the radio, AM thirteen eighty ninety nine point nine FM. You can listen online at the website depetro dot com. We're going to break and an update in the one o'clock news. A lot more ahead uh, right here on the John DePetro show. Right now it's one
3: o'clock.
1: Mm-hmm.